Welcome to the What's the Raz podcast, the show where two woke blokes chat openly about some of the issues in our society that interest us. Today, myself and Cal are talking about dreams, sleep, and sharing some of our experiences. You on the fucking nicotine again? Yeah. Bro, You're I had swine. Like, bro, I fucking my body went mad. That's I did five days without any of it, and my body went mad. I thought I was dying. Are we all good then, on levels? Yes. Bang. Welcome to the third instalment of the What's the Raz podcast series one. Today we are talking about dreams. Dream, 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 dream. Dream, dream, dream. dream. What an easy song to write. How many songs? I like have the word dreaming because when I was writing the notes for this podcast I was sat there in my head being like songs and dreams are there's a lot of songs that involve dreams mm. and talking about dreams what about this is probably the best song with the word dreams in it dreams will come true Do you know what, that one what's that one it's called by like Gabriella or some shit oh no I had like um Abba I have a dream Oh yeah I fucking hate uh, Abba Oh really? Yeah No so songs with the with the title Dream Because that's the title of today's podcast Is Dreams Dreaming's a, a sleep We dream when we Well do we dream when we sleep? Yeah. Is it all a dream? But we do dream when do we, we sleep Do we dream when we're awake? Is the question Oh That's what we're going to be finding out today well, Daydreaming is a thing Like everyone's sat in the back of a My vivid memories of daydreaming Is mm very very romanticized as mm. some sort of well like the asshole writer i am <laughs> there we <laughs> go pretentious I, boss yeah basically sitting in the back of a warm summer's afternoon after yeah. a long lunchtime of playing rugby yeah looking out the window as i often did back then <laughs> of course over the fields and wishing i was somewhere else and i would daydream about things whilst they read to kill a mockingbird out to the class i didn't need to listen in class because I'd already read it. There we go. <laughs> I was a prick. <laughs> yeah, fuck school. We should do an episode on, on that. On school? No, because, yeah, high school. <laughs> yes. We're not allowed to talk about primary school ever no. again. <laughs> We're not. Relate to the first episode. <laughs> but, yeah, so dreaming, sleeping. Isn't it something like we spend, like, a third of our lives asleep? Yeah, well, like, the it's recommended not- time is eight hours a night. Um, and there's only 24 hours in a day. For all of you mathematicians out there, you will know that that's one third of 24 hours. So you sh- we should be sleeping a third of our life. But should we, is the question. The most, I'll be honest, like, I don't know, like, the, the older you get, the less you sleep. It's what I vibe. But is that because you need to sleep less or... Because you're worried all the time. Exactly. Well, this is the thing, <laughs> You can't like, sleep anymore when you're conscious about the world. <laughs> so humans, like a lot of other species on the planet have uh, circadian cycles which is basically like the way that your body acts throughout the entire day a lot of it is linked to do with like sunlight and nighttime and when you should sleep yeah like that's why you get like jet lagged and stuff exactly like your body is used to seeing it at a specific yeah. point like people who do like work nights or something they sleep during the day yeah. like that fucks people up like nobody should do that you Mentally should be awake physically. for when the sun's awake I've, my I kind actually- of I have quite a funny story about that whole thing you're now talking about. Yeah. This guy I knew, um, he was like a friend of a friend. We all used to chill in the same house. And, like, he he was, like, 
quite depressed in his job and then he got really happy because he got the night shift work where he worked he worked in a supermarket mm. so he got the night shift job stocking the shelves yeah which on the front of it sounds chilling you go about with your headphones in you stock shelves there's no customers cushy mm-hmm. i was like that does sound good and it pays more yeah and um he started it bro <laughs> and like lost so much weight he wasn't like a skinny guy to start with so it was good at first like how much weight he lost we were like oh looking great mate and he was happy with himself mm. and it got like ridiculous to the point where he'd come round the house whenever he could because he slept all day now so he like <laughs> was either working or he just asleep. disappeared from the house yeah yeah and he would come round and smoke with us and like bro he looked like death on legs <laughs> like he was pale it's actually bad like you can sunken really, eyes it and takes he was, its toll yeah he got like incredibly depressed because mm. you never you never see you see sunlight mm, it's I, bad yeah so there's um, a hormone called melatonin which or oh, sorry me- melatonin is like helps you sleep basically yeah yeah so if you're sleeping in the day you're going to have a worse quality sleep because you're not going to have any melatonin yeah, yeah and that's kind of from the um, circadian cycle that you have mm. Um, but on to dreams. Do you dream a lot now? Now you're clean because obviously when clean you use drugs, like when you drink, like I find when I drink a lot or like I've smoked or something, my dreams I don't really yeah. dream much at the drugs, moment. Drugs, drugs send your dreams fucking wild. Yeah, and then top drugs that, take top them. That, yeah, far. and then top that with like mental health issues, yeah, stress, anxiety, depression. Your dreams are gonna be. Yeah. Fucking your head. <laughs> so you've had a few. You've had a few naughty ones. A few, few naughty ones. They've been naughty to me. And just, yeah, a few dreams that... Dreams have, like, can have this profound effect on people that they can really affect your, like, genuine... It, it can affect your reality, oh, essentially. Yeah, they can intrude in, into your, like, actual emotional state. Mm. Like, you can wake up from a dream where something happens that makes you sad and you can feel sad. Yeah, I've had dreams that ruin the rest of my day. Yeah, yeah. I've had dreams that are so good. I've been like, why have I woken up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had that as well. Yeah. But I've never had, like, a dream. I've had really happy dreams. Yeah. Well, I don't but have many I've, now. Like, well, not any dreams. I've had a lot. We'll get... I think we should get into, like, our personal experiences of dreams a bit later. For now, I got some dream facts. Because mm. I'm a dream boy. <laughs> so, lucid dreaming is the one we hear about a lot. Mm. I always see people, whenever you ask someone about lucid dreaming, they always say they do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do it. And <laughs> you're like, I found this online. So, in like this 2018 study by the in- International General Dream Research Group, only 20% lucid dream. Only 20% of people actually lucid dream. Mm. but what is a lucid dream it's a dream where you realise you're dreaming yeah um, that's interesting I wonder if that's 20% of people who do it on purpose because a lot of people there are techniques you can learn to stuff. control it yeah, yeah you can there's definitely like routines that you can do and things that you can do in your mm. waking life which help you get to a lucid dream state but have you ever lucid dreamed it's, it is crazy I, pro- I probably have but like I generally wouldn't be able to like I've had some very visual dreams very like um, sort of dreams of really invoked things in me and that yeah. have felt very real but I'm mm. not sure if I qualify them as lucid I'm not mm. really 100% sure what the definition of lucid so, yeah, is yeah lucid dream is literally like a dream where in that dream you realise that you're dreaming and then you can actively use that. So, you know, you can make conscious decisions like, okay, because I'm in a dream, I'm mm. going to fly around or I'm going to go and, you I know, th- like, I don't know, jump out of a plane or something like that. Or I'm going to go and punch I always find my dreams to be people. quite objective-driven. 
Mm, like I yeah. have things that are meant to be doing in my dreams. If you that sounds deep, but it's not. It's like they're like stories that are unfolding yeah. before me, and there's always. I'm never just. I never find myself just wandering around somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like you just find yourself in a situation, um, and there's there's always going to be a situation happening around you, mm. and then once you're in a lucid dream, you can. I mean, you can take the story wherever you want to go. I think yeah, I would say a lucid dream then, if that's the case, because I have like hit people in dreams mm. or reacted in ways that I would have wanted to have reacted. But is that lucid dreaming or is that just how the fuck? If you, you knew what you were dreaming. Ah, so is it in the dream I can say I'm dreaming? Yeah. This is no, no, I don't do that. Because I could explain, I, I, I will in fact explain to you several of my my dr- dreams that I've recalled through my life, the mm-hmm. ones that have stuck with me. Because that's another interesting fact. We forget, like, we only remember like 20% of our dreams after like, after like mm. three minutes of being awake from yeah, only 20% Yeah, there's another stays with kind us. of method to that as well, like remembering your dreams. Because at the moment, it's not really something that I you do to my like mm. advantage, but I feel like there is a lot of use to having dreams. Man, like there's beer. There's a reason yeah. we have them, and like yeah. keeping a dream log can be like incredibly useful mm. for working out what's going on in your head. Because exactly. I was looking, and like there's not like a straight up scientific reason we have dreams. There isn't like one reason mm. of like this is the proven reason. There's theories basically, like there is with quite a lot of things the one that I thought was interesting was the idea that it's basically our subconscious trying to make sense of what's actually going on in the world around us and our yeah. emotions and stuff and often that's why dreams will bring up things that we've repressed in our reality mm. that we try not to think about in our day and we'll be like oh but it invades my dreams every night like this thing that happened that I've never spoken about for example or gotten off my chest properly or dealt with mm. will come back and get you in your dreams because it's still in your subconscious even yeah. though you repress it out of your conscious so your experiences of dreams early life dream now this dream has like a fairly significant background because i've spoken to i got two brothers two sisters and i've spoken to all of them and i think a good few of them if not all of them have confirmed they've had this dream as well that's growing crazy. up yeah and basically the dream growing up so I've got the seven in my family you know when I was growing up my mum, my dad my two sisters me my two younger brothers mm-hmm. so we had this big fucking Ford Galaxy car like you know we always had seven seater cars so yeah, it was like three in the front three, yeah three in the mid two man in the back always me and my brother Riding in the back out. yeah exactly just hanging in and then rents at the front and the dream would always be exactly like this there was never like a significant destination to the journey or a point or a reason that we were in the car but we would all be in the car driving my dad would put be driving first of all and then he would pull over get out of the car and my mum would get in the driving seat and drive she would pull over get out of the car my oldest sis, oldest sister would get in the driver's seat and drive she would pull over and get out of the car my other sister would get in the car and drive so it would go down in like age order yeah. until I was driving and then, like, usually the car would crash. Mad. And, like, my siblings had this very similar dream, if not some of them. What, the when they were driving or with you driving? With them, I think. Okay. I'm not sure how theirs ended. Mm. Maybe we all ended up getting out of the car. But, like, they all said that we've had this dream in the car with mum and dad get out of the mm. car on each side. I told that to a psychiatrist, not a psychiatrist, a therapist. It was a th- I was being therapised. Mm. What did they say about it? 
um, abandonment issues. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And like wanting yeah. to, feeling like I have to um, have responsibility. Yeah, 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 exactly. That I would one day have to step up, and especially in terms of my, um, being the oldest brother. He put it. He put it with. Mm. I feel a pressure there. Yeah, and that like you know, trip. once you're in control, things might go wrong. Exactly. Am I ready mm. to? Uh, am I? Good older brother. Ready to be a man. Ready to man up and drive the Ford Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, I, I always found that very strange that um, a lot of people have similar dreams. You know, there's a few sort of categories online you can pull up of mm. like certain things that happen in dreams that are interpreted to mean certain things because it's been yeah. done throughout history. Dreams have played a significant role in mm. like belief and like culture cultures being built on him like the mesopotamian kings pretty much had these like tablets where they wrote out dreams and their meanings the mm-hmm. egyptians had this um this book of dreams and stuff mm-hmm. i mean the bible is full of dreams yeah um so they play like this huge significance throughout history of people trying to understand this sort of strange phenomenon that takes place mm. and how we can have these almost sometimes like prophetic moments mm. where we can like prophesy sort of Definitely. or think we are prophesizing yeah. the ancient greeks were um very big on dreams as well and they used to use um they used to have like designated people who called the seekers and what they would do is when they would have dreams they would use whatever they reported back in seeing in their dreams as like tactics for the war because they thought it was like a way of seeing into the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, and understanding like uh, a larger situation. Yeah, yeah. Imagine like the crazy stuff they would have done in battles. Like I had this dream, man. I woke yeah. up and we were all in this chariot, and then like the king got out the chariot, and the uh, captain had to drive it, and then uh, the captain got out the chariot, <laughs> yeah. and I was driving it with the army, and I crashed. There we go. They put you on sick pay then, didn't they? <laughs> sick pay. Got furloughed by the Greek army. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I found like the fact that they've been done had throughout history, but there isn't actually really a conclusive way of recording them because we mm. can't record a dream. Like no. we have no way of like plugging a computer into ourselves. Well, have it. you seen Inception, bro? I um, what's the other film the director of Inception did? Memento. Is that the one where he's in, the guy's in space? Um, oh. With Matthew McConaughey flying around space. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Um, it gave me vertigo. It made me really ill, bro. <laughs> like, it's really good. It's not Inception. It's Interstellar. 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 That's what I was when I was drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm Interstellar <laughs> now. You are. Well, no, it's not vegan, Stella. That's true. Sorry, Stella. <laughs> Heineken for me. James Bond drinks Heineken. Did you know, actually, this is a fact, in Skyfall, yeah. there was two product placements of the Heineken brand. Um, do you remember the scene where he's, like, jumping, like, from vehicle to vehicle, and he's on top of a lorry, fighting <laughs> some guy? It's a Heineken lorry. So yeah. there's that, and then there's a scene where he's drinking it at, the like, the beach. Yeah, yeah, park. I remember, like, a big con- controversy about James Bond now drinks Heineken instead, instead of, of a, like a shaken up yeah. Yeah, well, they paid half of that film's budget for that project placement. Fucking hell. So, like, I mean, to be budget... fair, though, there has been times I've drunk Heineken because James Bond is. Like, that it works. It works. Especially with a character like James Bond. Mm. But does James Bond dream? Have we dreamt about being James He's Bond? He's living the dream, mate. 
Yeah, who doesn't want to be a womanizer alcoholic with a license to with kill? With no friends. Yeah, with no friends, no family. James Bond is a loser. Why don't we cancel James Bond, mate? Bro, he, James Bond is like the epitome of toxic masculinity. Literally. Like, he, he could embody everything wrong with men. Like, yeah. any man, that girls, word of advice, any guy that wants to be James Bond... Does anyone want to be James Bond now? I did Probably. for a long time, bro. I used to look at him and be like, that's a cool guy. Because on the, on the face of it, that's what our society like, prefaces us as like, this cool guy just travels around the world, shagging the chicks, drinking the martinis, shooting anyone who go. fucks with him. Have you ever seen James Bond smile? <sighs> that's deep. They should do a James Bond where he has to go on surgery. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond does go on antidepressants and gets like time off work. We got so off topic here. <laughs> Dreams. Yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give a little recollection of a story that I had yeah. uh, or a dream that I had when I was younger. And this was something that I've never had the same dream twice apart from this exact dream. Um, and it's the dream that always has stuck with me. So I must have been about three or four or something. Um, and I remember we were in like some big community hall and I was in a queue um, to go and sit on like a, a Father Christmas lap and like get my picture taken with him. But Father Christmas was actually a crocodile. <laughs> oh shit. But it was the most real dream ever. And I remember he, like I was on his stomach and he was like trying to eat me. And I was like, fuck off, fucking have you. Even yeah. though I was like four years old. Oh what, shit. Um, so was, Father, was the crocodile like dressed up as Father Christmas? He was, or was yeah. It? He was like a Father Christmas crocodile, but I had the dream twice. Who took you to see the Father Christmas crocodile? My mum in the dream. And I, and I, Bad it was news, like, Evans, mum. It's not looking good. Yeah. Who was the Father Christmas? That's the question. Some dreams, that's what I mean, are just fucking mad. Yeah, so d- dreams about teeth falling out is something I've had quite a lot. And uh, I'll be in the dream and suddenly I'll just start like pulling them out. And there's no pain to the to it in the dream. Mm. There's very rarely pain in dreams. I've never felt pain in dreams. I felt fear, yeah. but not pain. And mm. I'll be pulling my teeth out just like it's nothing. Like they, And there won't be blood, but they'll all be coming out. And I remember in the dream, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to get my teeth done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely not a lucid dream. If you were thinking about, you know, if your teeth were coming out in a dream, you would just be chilling. That's and you thing. wouldn't be dreaming, I wouldn't be thinking, oh, I need to get my teeth done. I'd be thinking, I can just stick them back in, it's my dream. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever had a dream when you're, like, falling through the sky towards the ground? Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that something to do with, like, blood sugar, though? Like, really? Like, when you fall asleep, like, your blood sugar dropping can kill Because, obviously, yeah, that can have a massive well, thing to do with dreams of falling. It's I thought like it was just, sugar. like, fear or something. Yeah, obviously, there's other meanings to it, but I think, like, they reckon, like, scientifically, it could be something to do with blood sugar dropping when you... Because have you ever, like, laid in bed and you just start feeling like you're falling? Yeah, like, yeah. It used to happen a lot when I was a kid. But that's, like, to do with blood sugar as well. So mm. I don't see, like, at what point you're sleeping for, what, seven hours? Your blood sugar isn't, like, bruh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we dropping. <laughs> Some people think when you hit the floor in a dream that you're falling, you die. In real life? Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't think if you die in your dreams, you die in real nah, life. No, I think it's rubbish as well. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't not, know. Not like, into like Nightmare on Elm Street. This theory. is the thing. Like, I'm, I'm definitely not somebody who like takes dreams completely on face value. You know, oh, a lot yeah, of people will be like, follow your dreams. You know, and like well, kind your of, actual dreams. Like, my, you want me to follow my actual dreams? Well, but you know, it's like a saying. You know, dreams. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, that's what I mean though. Like, like oh, it's my dream like, to do this or something. Like, yeah. people think dreams are so. Um, 
so important and like so valuable when really it's just your brain trying to process all the stuff from the day and then it kind of creates stories out of it while it's remembering these things. Yeah, yeah, it creates like insane scenarios of things. It's basically a fucking collage of shit you've seen throughout your life. Exactly. Put it's together just, it's a, to make some sort of slight resemblance yeah. of a situation you might be in. Exactly. But you know you dream like all night. You know? Oh, bro, I like you dream um, four to six times a night mm. if you get enough healthy sleep, which is yeah. REM. Not, Mo- yeah. not the band. No, rapid eye movement. Yeah, the the sleep mode that you, you've got to be getting to be healthy, basically. Yeah, it's, but it it's takes healthy a few... to dream because you yeah. get, it shows you get an REM. Exactly. So, like, going back to like lucid dreaming, because if you want to dream, the best way to do it in like a conscious state is to actually wake up during your REM sleep and then stay awake for like fifteen to thirty minutes. And once you go back to sleep, it'll be a lot easier for your mind to be like semi-conscious. See, I have that. Like, if I wake up, say, five in the morning from a dream... Yeah. And then I go straight back to sleep... You dream heavy. Heavy, yeah. Your dreams get madder the longer you dream, in Mm. a way. So, like, the more you sleep in REM, like, the basically madder your dreams will get. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's something to do with maybe, like, how... At first, it's our mind trying to make sense of things, and mm. then our subconscious is sort of worked through all its material, yeah. and it's just dragging up any yeah. shit it can. Well, I think there is actually like scientific evidence of why, when you wake up and then go back to sleep, you know, during REM, it kind of keeps because your brain isn't just one big thing. You know, there's loads of different parts of it doing Billions, different jobs. Bro. Exactly, that's what I mean. Like, Trillions, so maybe. just because you wake up, it doesn't mean that this part over here is just stop working. Oh, um, well, like, when so you when wake you go back up, to sleep, how long does it take you to actually wake it. up? Like, it takes me like a good hour to actually mm. to officially say, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> yeah. I'm up. What do you think of like, um, it's, it's actually called toxic. Yeah, so it's called toxic hustle. Um, and it's kind of like those people who are all like, you know, going, like, get that bag, you know, wake up four or five hours sleep we a night. Get that bread. Wake up at like four in the morning, go to the gym, like that kind of. Ah, oh, get a fucking life, bro. Yeah, there's more. There's more, there's to, more to life. life. Like those people tend to be like, yeah, they're getting bread or whatever. They're getting bread because they're working some dead yeah. job. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with doing that if that's your thing, but don't act like everybody else is lazy. Yeah. You're not the Wolf of Wall Street, bro, because you're working at fucking call center and <laughs> you go to the gym before work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you've got an Audi on fucking tick. Like that's the thing though. People say in terms of sleep now, like dreaming aside. You, uh, to make money, you rise when the when the money wakes up, which is you get up at the time of the stock exchange. That's in, true. In New York, you get up at the same time on Wall Street. No matter which side of the world you are, that's when the money wakes up. That's when you should wake up. Easy. So if you don't, <laughs> if like if you hate your job, just quit and wake up at seven a.m. And you'll just find money in your bank account. Yeah, the government easy. just like, like this guy wow, knows what he's doing. This guy is walking over the right time. <laughs> here's some here's some pee. <laughs> in terms of dreaming. Like, let's just go back to dreaming. So it was like, so you dream like four to six times a night, which is a lot when you think about it. And they last for like a range of like one minute to 20 minutes, they reckon. Uh-huh. Because I think they can sort of record the activity of your brain, not what you're seeing or whatever, but they can record the spikes in certain parts or whatever with those little sticky pads they put on your head and stuff. But yeah, so one to 20 minutes is like the, the dream time of like the average dream will last. But it feels so quick. They feel, well, sometimes if I wake up and then go back to sleep straight away, I can dream and feel as if I've just lived like a whole two days in this dream Mm. and then wake up and it's been like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Or I can 
sleep for ages for like an hour and have like what feels like the best usually the best dreams like 30 seconds long and then you're like yeah. what but it's exactly. been an hour and you're like I, don't, I feel cheated out of my dream <laughs> like I actually I practice for like a week or so to get to lucid dreaming um, what did so you do in your lucid dream I just flew for a split second and but then I, <laughs> I you, crashed <laughs> well the thing is you if you get too excited and if you get too excited you wake up oh, so, so you have to like monitor your heart rate and keep yourself chilled you yeah. know like I guess it's like when you get stopped by the police and you're like oh shit oh shit oh, is shit. it kind of like in, insidious like in, no, <laughs> I'm talking about like it's fact yeah. like it's reality you know you know the, the horror series yeah. insidious <laughs> you know the, the horror film Insidious yeah and the kid in, have you seen it yeah because the kid in that like lucid dreams basically yeah. goes to like a, a separate universe and the spiritual realm or whatever it's I actually quite rate the fucking film it was good I, it was really good until I feel like this with all horror films they're good until you see what's meant to be the the creature the monster the, monster. the best horror films don't show the monster Completely the exorcist agree. is so scary because all you actually see is a little girl yeah but yeah, yeah, so speaking of like horror, because obviously we have dreams, we also have nightmares, mm. and they can be absolutely fucking genuinely terrifying. Probably like the most scared I've ever been in my life has been from nightmares. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Yes. That is mad. Have you had it? Yeah. Sis. Okay, what's with your experience? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Obviously, when I was doing a lot of drugs, because I don't think we mentioned on the podcast yet, I used to be quite the junkie. So I, I was when I was heavily into using cocaine, like three or four times a week, you know, on big sessions, like not sleeping enough, mm. uh, really depressed. You know, when I was really bad, about uh, just a year, a year and a half ago, I had this period where I had like three of the worst where I had actual sleep paralysis not just like a bad nightmare like I thought I was awake it was the scariest thing I've ever gone through um, so I was just in bed with my girlfriend at the time watching the telly and I'd been on it the night before and the night before that and the night before that so I was knackered and I flip in those off watching Shrek that's how I remember I was watching Shrek because that's what the I first did. one no, it was the second. I used to watch him. If I went out on a night out to come down, I would watch Shrek. All the way through? Well, I'd watch one, two, three, four, and the sort of spin-off ones they do. Nice. The, the BBC <laughs> Christmas special ones. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. Or just like the videos on YouTube of Donkey singing. Um, but yeah, I was watching that, and I, I dozed off and fell asleep. I woke up. It, my missus was next to me. The telly was off. And I was in bed like we just fought like I just fallen asleep and my missus didn't set it off and gone to sleep as well. Yeah. Nothing weird. And then like I realised I can't fucking move. <laughs> and like I remember feeling like panic like all the way through me from like the tip of my toe to like the very top of my head just like shot up in like goosebumps and I was like pins and needles basically couldn't move. And then I saw like this but like I shit you not like like someone was at the end of my, I had like my bed and then the room went down and there was a clothes rail it was quite a big room and like oh right there calm was, down man yeah don't need to flex on you all I had an ensuite as well <laughs> but yeah and there was this black figure um, moving stuff around mm. moving touching. was it Shrek <laughs> I wish it was just like it was I was terrified I was like 
at first I thought it was a burglar or something because I thought this was real. Then I was like, it's not a burglar. It was like very sh- like sinister and shadowy or whatever. Mm. And like a lot of people who have night terrors report seeing this shadowy shape. I'm not saying it's a flipping demon or anything like that. It's just someone our mind conjures up that scares us. Yeah, definitely. And um, <laughs> I fucking woke up pissing sweat out of myself. Do you know what I mean? Just like covered in cold sweat. Just like... <gasps> like Shrek was still on. My missus was there like, what? what? And I was like, oh, I'd been asleep for like three, fucking two minutes. Wow. And my, my, I was like, and that happened about two or three times. And one time it happened when I was on my own. And... It was, it was, yeah, fucking... I, I got up, like... I was like a kid, bro. I had to, like, get up, turn the light on and just sat there all night there with the light on because I was like, can't sleep. Christ. <laughs> can't sleep, won't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that is... I mean, I was going to say that must be sleep paralysis, which is a bit different to a dream because you actually do wake up. Yeah. So it's your mind waking up. So basically humans have a um, hormone that basically numbs our body. It's like a general anaesthetic for our entire body, so we can't move. So when we sleep and we're doing actions in our dreams, we don't, we don't like we move don't, around and stuff. Like dogs, yeah, clearly dogs, don't have enough of it. Yeah, dogs don't wild. have it. So yeah. when dogs have a dream when they're like running in a field or something and you can see them running, it's because their body hasn't generated this hormone to stop them moving. So do people who sleepwalk not generate this hormone? Oh, well, I don't know. That's that's a funny one because I think like, have you ever sleepwalked? I n- never, never really? in my entire life. But my brother-in-law... Yeah, he's like a fucking Proper. prolific sleepwalker. It's like some mad. of the stories I hear of like him getting into cupboards or him like my sister. Would be like, just it's funny, but he like get up and be like, they'll have like a full on argument, and he always should be like come back to me like fuck off. You know they'll have like yeah. this argument, and he'll just be fully asleep for the whole thing, Whoa. and then he'll just go back to bed, or she'll wake up and find him like trying to get into the cupboard or something. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and I've I I've, I've never encountered a sleepwalker in mm. real life. I haven't. I've never sleepwalked. I do actually have a really funny sleep-related story though. All right, so this is the well, I was like sixteen at the time. All right, and this is um, the you're first sm- time you're smoking a lot of weed. Then, at this I point. might have been maybe drinking. Um, I remember it so clearly. My f- whole family had gone away, and this was like the first time I was left alone in the house. Oh, by your myself. house is like one of them old, old houses as well. Like it's, it could, it would, I'd be scared to stay there on my own. Thank you. <laughs> it's a nice house. No, no, of course. But you know what I mean, like old houses. The yeah. thing I, I used to live in like a new build, so I never like people would be, oh, what if your house is haunted, I'd be like, can't be. It's a fucking new build. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's haunting it? Me. Got him. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was the first time I was left alone by myself in the house. I'd gone to bed and then I woke up at like four in the morning and I could hear somebody outside my room. This is this is not a dream, by the way. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, this is true. Um, so I wake up and I can like hear somebody walking around the landing, like calling my, well, not my name, but like calling for somebody. So I'm like, what the fuck's this? So I go into the corner of my room and I get um, the leg of my table football set yeah. and I like have it over my shoulder like I'm just going to batter like this person's yeah, yeah. head in I go outside and I like walk down to the bottom of the stairs I'm just in my boxes and my dressing gown with a table football Scrapping leg on my shoulder gear, and there's just some random guy who's just off his head in my house like he's like 30 or something and he's like booted the door in and he's just like 
absolutely fucked. Like, he can't stand up. He can't talk or anything. And he just booted his way into my house and he was just, like, walking around. I was, like, 16 at the time. <laughs> oh, my God, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> what did you do? Call the feds? Yeah. They just came and they were just, like... Yeah, we think he was just, like, trying to get home and then came into the wrong house. Yeah, I, I can I can see that happening, like, and it being, yeah. like, it, like wasn't a sinister thing, but obviously it'd still be fucking terrifying. Yeah. But still, like, what what did you say, dude? Did you just fuck him up, or...? Yeah, I was just, like, get on the couch, get on the couch. You know, like, making him stay in the corner. I was, like, holding the table football leg, like, towards him. <laughs> And I was on the phone to the police with my other hand, and I was like, "What are you doing?" You know, obviously, like, I could tell straight away he he was not, he was no threat. You know, <laughs> not for you, me, sixteen-year-old me in my prime, in your boxers, with your table football leg. Exactly. <laughs> oh my man, that that sounds fucking terrifying. See, I was like thinking you were gonna say, and you opened the landing door, and there was no one there. Ooh, but no, there was. That's like real horror because. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck, man. Why would you... Oh, my golly gosh. How much would you have to have drank to... Yeah, he must have been on, like... I thought he was, like, hallucinating or something. He might have been on acid or yeah, something. Yeah, he must have been on some sort of psychedelic. Or yeah. just, like... I don't know. Some, wow. Yeah. Some people can't handle their drink. <laughs> yeah, what are they like? Um, yeah. There's a, there's a quite a strong, like, spiritual relationship between dreams and also, like, hallucinogenics. Don't you oh, think yeah, they're kind yeah. of like in the, same well, in the same category, aren't they? That's what like people are, sort of assimilate dreams to to be in like raised conscious experiences, yeah, yeah. like increased consciousness. Being more into like you know, you've mentioned it before, the mind, body, and the spirit. Yeah, yeah. I think Obviously, dreaming... I believe in that stuff, but I'm not sure how far I delve into the. Uh... You think there's like a spiritual meaning behind dreams, like how spiritual? I think sometimes, but I think sometimes just fucking dreaming, isn't it? And I think you, you sort of, some people can't tell the fucking difference. I mean, I've, I don't think yeah. I've ever had a dream that's been a message from God. <laughs> you know, what I mean, no. I'm not a, I've not, I'm not Joseph, you know, because Joseph in the Bible is like the famous dreamer, and he like dreams up and yeah. can interpret dreams. He reads the Pharaoh's dreams and predicts the famine. Is was he um, was he inspired by Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat? He was Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, I guess he what he saw the musical and he was like, oh, I want to be like that guy. Who God or the guy in the Bible? Joseph. Oh, in the Bible. Well, he was an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. Yeah. Yeah. Son, yeah, of, son so. of Jacob. Him, Jacob, twelve brothers. They all went to I think West End. One of the theaters down there had on Joseph. Oh, nice. And they they saw Joseph Andrew Lloyd Webber's Joseph in his Technicolor Dreamcoat, and they went back to Canaan. Yeah. And Joseph got his hands on this coat. The other boys got jealous yeah. and oh, yeah. the rest is his. Did he buy it for like twenty pounds from the ice cream lady? Twenty quid. Well he got it's he, he got it he got it outside, um, from one of the dodgy ones in the street. So oh, really? oh, yeah. like one official like one of the, t- the, the ticket coat. sellers outside. Yeah, a tout. Did he get like a scarf as well, like Joseph and the ticket? No, he, he the, just the jacket. He got the coat, the brothers got scarves. Oh so programmes. <laughs> no. They couldn't read. <laughs> he spoke, he, he spoke yeah. Hebrew <laughs> so we've done night terrors now and you would that story about the guy coming into your house bro I can't believe why haven't you fucking told me that before we were friends when you were 16 I can't like I don't know mate I think it was like, just like repressed memory no I, I really didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't tell my parents this happened obviously because it's like do they still not know I told them like a few months ago what did they say not, not a lot but if I told them 
when they got home oh when you were away leaving me at home by myself for the first time yeah, I got they, broke into the house and I had to call the police yeah, they, they, uh, they would have they would have taken me to every fucking West Wales holiday in a caravan that I didn't want to go to <laughs> for the rest of my life so I just had to lie about it fair you were you, you were like a witty guy when it comes to like knowing because I would have been on the phone to my mum crying like a bitch if I'm honest like I, I'm sorry crying like a bitch that's a very toxic thing of me to say I'd be, you know, I would be, I'd be scared. That would, yeah. I, I, that sounds incredible. Even today, I'd be scared. Yeah. Scariest thing that's ever happened to me when I'm sleeping that's real has mm. been I was stung by a fucking bee in wow. my sleep. <laughs> this fucking huge bee stung me yeah, uh, at like four in the morning and I just woke up screaming. Yeah. I didn't realise what had happened to me. I thought I'd be shot. <laughs> like, I was like, being shot or stabbed. What kind of bee was this? The, just a huge bee, like... I'm showing Evan how big the bee is. You can all imagine. Yeah. It, was, it was big though. Not like little fingers, half a little finger. Like a, you could. Mad. You in bed? Yeah, I was in bed asleep. The light. It's four in the morning. The light was off, so obviously I get stung because this bee's been in my room, flying around or whatever. I fall asleep. Bee lands on my bed. I move. Mm. Bee takes that as aggression. <laughs> Bust the sting in the arm. Um, well bees die as, oh no it's wasps that die if they sting you bees don't I'm screaming bro like I wake up screaming like screaming the house down and then um, no one's home I'm on my own so um, I jump up and run over to the light wondering what the fuck's going on like and I turn the light on and up until this point I can't see the bee and I see this huge bee bro it was it was a big bee and I had to like run I'm, I sleep naked as well so I like ran downstairs bollock naked bollock naked yeah. swinging around run, running down the stairs like that clapping the bee on screaming still because it hurts so much and I, I'm a very fucking survival based guy though so I knew neutralise the neutralise the sting so I poured vinegar all over it compared to your story this is fucking minor and then I had like a three hour sort of very early morning war with the bee in my bedroom trying to kill it but compared to your story fucking I'd take the bee any day I used to think I could predict the future from about from about 14 to 19 I was convinced and I kept it to myself because I didn't believe I could ever tell anyone but I, I could predict the future. Until you were 19. Until I was 19. And I, we were only, friends then. You yeah, we, were fr- we were friends then, yeah. We had been friends for three years then. <laughs> uh, until the, the only person I ever told about it was uh, my ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> and she, she encouraged it. A fucking nutter. <laughs> what, she, she believed you could tell the future? Well, she didn't, she didn't call me a madman. Right. She was one of them people that believed, like, you see a white feather and it's like a oh. dead relative and shit. So. Okay, so, all right. I need some context and all some, right. like, why did you believe that? So when I was about 14, I had this, like, dream that I married one of the cheerleaders from Glee. <laughs> <laughs> the dream tormented me for, like, two years. Until I met my ex-girlfriend, who looked a bit like her. I was convinced it was the dream being fulfilled. Um, I then also, just like tiny things would happen in these my dreams, 
<laughs> I would probably will them to then become true, but I was um, I was convinced I I predicted a few. I, I was convinced I predicted a death at one point. I don't want to get into that because it's a bit dark. But I was c- convinced, like that. Did you like will? Do you think you willed the death? No, no, no. I, I had no involvement in the death, but I had had a strange inkling that. I had a dream like wouldn't it be horrendous if one of my friends died and then one of my friends died Jesus <laughs> yeah I think to make sense of it I just went oh, I can predict the future logic yeah <laughs> another dream I had and this is probably the strangest situation in terms of dreams being slightly mystic and intriguing in a supernatural sense but it's it's completely explainable but it's just a very, it's crazy, you know, that, that our minds can do this. So yeah. it was, uh, my granddad died when I was 11. So I can't sit here now and tell you his birthday. Like, I, I have no, I couldn't read it off the top of my head at all. Mm-hmm. You know, not many people can. But twice in my life now, on on what what was, what is the night of his birth, my grandpa's birthday, or that um, I've had dreams that have, like, even though I, I don't know his birthday, I, I have no clue. But my something in me clearly does, because on the night of his birthday, I've conjured up these dreams where I've seen him in these dreams, and he's been there really vivid. The one that Whoa. always sticks in my head is I've been in, I was in this cinema, and um, he was in front of me in the cinema, and he turned around and smiled at me in this dream, and it was it was my grampy. And, like, and then I woke up and I went, you know, my mum family and then she was like oh, it's grampy's birthday today it would have been grampy's well, birthday today mm. in the day i found that out and then i was like wow that's mad happened twice happened it's happened twice yeah wow that's great I, I find that incredible that our minds there's so much we don't yeah we don't access or that we don't we, we can't it's i don't think it's we don't access it we don't control i used to think i could predict the future as well just because of deja vu deja yeah that's the other thing mm. i was like for a long time Deja vu didn't make any sense, and it still doesn't, because deja vu as well as dreaming are both fucking mad things. Mm, yeah. But I was convinced that I don't know. Sometimes I would feel like I dream, I would dream something, and then have deja vu of it happening. Mm. So it's they sort of interlinked with me sometimes. I don't know why, yeah. but I mean I don't believe I can predict the future these mm. days. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, deja vu is like. Do you, do you know like the actual explanation? Yeah, for it? the left side of your brain catching up with the right, or vice versa, isn't it? Uh, I, I actually heard it was something very similar has happened before so say like this conversation that we're having now it's like having deja vu because your memory has like changed it it's more like visual you know like oh I've ah. been you know like something happened and you're like I've been here before it's like something very similar to that happening but you're remembering it wrong well that comes down to like, our me- memory is like such a sketchy thing yeah people people think their memory is sick and it's like no you remember what you want to remember that is like a fact of anything and often you look back at things with rose-tinted spectacles yeah don't trust yourself don't trust anyone (laughs) not even yourself exactly that's probably the lesson from today's podcast after our fucking bizarre discussion on dreams so far yeah is but like dreams and mental health is something i just want to touch upon Mm -hmm. because i found it when i was depressed dreams were really dark and brought up a lot of dark things every night in my life to the point where like I often I, I didn't used to want to go to sleep you know yeah because my dreams would torment me so much that I would wake up feeling very unrested 
And I think that for a lot of people, and some people who are listening to this might relate to that as being something that they experience, like tormenting dreams, nightmares, and just like not having a very pleasant mindset in your sleep. And that I would encourage people to, before bed, what I started doing that really helped that out was not using social media or my phone for mm. about an hour before I went to bed yeah. and reading something. For reading before bed, I think everyone should do an hour, 45 minutes, half hour even. A chapter is what I, I do these days. I mean, when I started it, I had nothing else to do because I'd stopped mm. drinking, so I'd read half a book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can read a chapter a night. It's a nice, it just clears your mind and gets you in a place where you would be surprised how much like the rest of the world can toxify you. And it's very yeah. practice mindfulness and stuff like that. And make sure you're getting like a quality mindset in your sleep. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I was listening to something earlier. So say, you know, there's one person reading a uh, an iPad or um, ebook. Yeah. And there's one person reading a paperback or hardback book. The person who reads on the paper or hardback book for an hour before bed compared to the iPad, they will have three hours more REM sleep that night. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? It's the blue light. Fuck what anyone thinks of you. Just pick up a book on something you want to read. Like, mm. there are. You think there's films out there about anything? There are books about literally everything you could ever imagine. Yeah. Someone has written a book about it throughout history. And it's like, you can read about things that are going to put you in a peaceful mindset. You can read, like, philosophy. You can read, like, amazing stuff before you go to sleep and it's going to put you in a good mindset Mm. and really like help with filling your mind with positivity as opposed to like people that sit there and browse through Instagram until they fall asleep yeah that's fucking horrible I sleep and have slept with an audio book on every single night of my life really unless there's someone sleeping next to me (laughs) which isn't very often Ladies, and that's the way I like it because I like listening to my fucking audiobooks. Um, but any uh, <laughs> kind applicants, please just drop him a message. Oh, only like oh, that's oh, my my stipulant now: audiobook friendly women. Yeah, that, that, that should be like a a hinge plus, <laughs> hinge like it? a filter I can put on. Yeah, Are you like audiobook friendly. <laughs> there we go. Reading, I'm not going to sit and pretend it's the most fun thing on the planet. And I completely understand why a lot of people don't read. But, like, there's no excuse to not listen to audiobooks. Yeah, I think it's like, yeah. do it. And, like, listen to the classic audiobooks. That, listen to the books that you can't be fucked reading. Well, I think uh, we've just about got through a lot of what we wanted to say there. Might have been a bit dreamlike, in a way, that mm. episode. I think we're both a bit weddy blino. But it's been actually a really interesting thing to talk about. And I, I would love to hear some of the listener streams yes like definitely. that was something like you can comment on the, the the video on instagram you can message us on twitter you know anything but get in touch and, and tell us what your craziest dream is but also again like like i say we say at the end of every podcast like talk about these things with people if you are having bad dreams often it's just something you need to talk about to get it out of your head and that mm. will like a problem shared is a problem halved, you know, like that will help you out. So, well, I, I'm going I'm to wish you sweet dreams. Sweet dreams, everybody. And a good night. 
let us know if you're also going to sleep yeah, as you're Yeah, if you're listening to this as you sleep, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know what your dream is tonight. Yeah. Do you dream about us? That's everything for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to let us know what you thought about it on our socials. What's underscore the underscore Raz. And speak to you next week. Peace.